Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Hit Bodies. It's your host, Chelsea Pleasant, and I am just so excited to chat with you this week. I feel like it's been so long. It's been the normal amount of time, but just so much has happened in the last week, so I can't wait to catch you up. And if you're new here, hello, welcome. Thank you for listening. So what this is, this podcast is called the Hit Bodies Podcast, and I honestly should change the name. Every time I want to change the name of my business, people like don't want me to. So it's just like, I'm just in the podcast. I don't know. Like sometimes I'm like, should I just change it and just make it a personal podcast? Like I don't, that feels so self-indulgent. I don't know. So anyway, what this podcast is, it all started because I started this business Hit Bodies back in 2017, where I work out live with my clients. Like I know everyone does this now because of like COVID and stuff, but like I did it first. Okay. So I would like go on Facebook live and straight up work out with my clients. And it turned into this whole thing that I have just been doing now since then. And a big part of it is I want my clients on the workout video to feel like my workout buddy. I want to like say their name. I want to like talk to them about what's going on. Like it's, it's very fun because it's done in real time. Right. So like, you know what I'm doing today. I know what you're doing today. I know what you're doing this weekend. You know what I'm doing. Like, you know, when I have parent teacher conferences, you know, like just, I don't know, like all those like little stupid personal details that are just like fun if we were girlfriends. And so that's, a big part of it. And the podcast just allows me to dive a little bit deeper because like, let's be real. I am still trying to teach a workout and it's hard to get in everything I need to get in. So the podcast just allows me to expand on my week and then also try to be helpful. That's something I'm trying to be better about is like trying to be helpful. I go through phases with this podcast where I'm like, Chelsea, get your, get your SHIT together and be helpful. (laughs) And that's, that's what we're going to do today. But like first, well, let's have some fun. Okay. So this weekend, we went to the zoo. So we live in Wilmington, North Carolina, and we went to Columbia, South Carolina. If you look at a map, it is, it's about three hours away, and on the way is Florence, South Carolina. You're like, cool, what's in Florence? It's a Bucky's. okay? We got to talk about Bucky's because, okay, it's huge, it's, it is absolutely huge. I've just like been wanting to talk about this. Okay. So people told me like Bucky's was like crazy and stuff. And I was like, okay, it's a freaking gas station. How crazy can it be? And that's literally what it is. It's a gas station. It does have like, I don't know, I'm guesstimating, but like a hundred pumps probably. And then the, the gas station, like the, the store that would normally be like a convenience mart or whatever, that is about the size of like, I don't know, like a Costco or like a Walmart, like it's big. Okay. You walk in, it looks like a home goods to your right. Like I'm talking clothes, Christmas decor. One section looked like a dick sporting goods. Like there was like grills and like, I like all sorts of stuff. There was stuffed animals. Like, okay. So like, I really didn't care about that area. What I did care about was the brisket. Because I had heard good things about the brisket. And I'm going to be honest, I'm a brisket girl. Like, of all the barbecued meats, I love a brisket. So I grabbed, they have, like, okay, so you know how, like, at a gas station, they always have, like, pre-cooked food. So it's, like, imagine, like, in, like, a cafeteria, like, this huge thing. And it's, like, they're keeping it hot. And, and it's just they have a ton of, like, they have chopped brisket, sliced brisket, pulled pork, all these different sandwiches and it's like perfectly labeled, ready to go, hot, and you can just grab it and go. Like, I'm going to be honest, if you have a Bucky's near you, you are blessed. 
Like this is like what a place to be able to pop in and get a great meal. And there's like all sorts of stuff. There's healthy stuff too. Like I'm going to get into it. Okay. But like brisket was the top of my list. But then I got like a little panicked because I saw a big sign that said tacos. (laughs) And I was like, what? Tacos? Burritos? Are you kidding me? You guys, they have this. Okay, I'm gonna tell I'm I'm only gonna tell you about the winners because I don't need to tell you about the things that like weren't that good. Okay. There is this, it's like a Texas fajita, no, Texas cheesesteak burrito. So like like a Philly cheesesteak vibe, but on a burrito and with like a Texas like pepper jack twist. You guys, that was so freaking good. And they have these little like cups of like a salsa verde. And I just, I had low expectations. It is a gas station, right? That salsa verde, 10. It is so freaking good. (coughs) Okay, but let's move on back to the brisket. Because the brisket, like just Google Bucky's, B-U-C-C-E-E-S, brisket. And you're going to see like, there's like tons of articles. Like the best barbecue you can get in Texas is at a gas station. But like, it really is. Like, this stuff is so good. Um, I tried both the chopped brisket and the sliced brisket. I like both, but I felt like I could get a vibe of the brisket better when it was sliced. So it's just like a little sandwich. You got to just take a take a moment on Google and see where your nearest Bucky's is. See if it works to, like, stop there on your next road trip. Here's the thing. We stopped there twice. We stopped there on the way in and on the way out from this little road trip, and both times – it was absolutely insane. Like, okay, I had high hopes for my Sunday morning stop because I think it was like 9.30 in the morning when we got there. So I was anticipating it to be like pretty quiet, right? Um, but, and I'll tell you why. Maybe you're like, well, duh, Chelsea, like people are ending their road, or, you know, they're ending their weekend getaway, so they're stopping. But like, if you've, if you've ever been to the South, you know, Sunday morning, everyone's at church, everyone's at church like it's just a thing okay like you can go grocery shopping on a Sunday morning at like 9 a.m and it's going to look completely different than a Saturday morning at 9 a.m because everyone's at church it's true it's a thing I live in the Bible Belt but that was not the case like apparently all butts are off when it's um road trip (laughs) because everyone was there it was crazy uh but anyway it's an amazing experience I highly recommend it we they also like pay their employees really well like you should look at like Bucky's like Starting pay is like $18 an hour. Um, The managers are making like six figures. And like these, and like the thing about that is like some of you might live in like expensive areas. You got to keep in mind, Bucky's is very strategically placed in small towns where they're getting a lot of through traffic, right? Like they're not going to be putting a Bucky's in like, I don't know, downtown Raleigh, right? They're putting a Bucky's in where a lot of like truckers are going through and like stuff like that. So it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, they're all like in smaller towns. So to me, if you live in Florence, South Carolina, $18 an hour, you're going to be okay, you know? And so I really appreciate that because I feel like, I'm just going to, this is just me venting for a second. I used to work for Costco and Costco, I worked for corporate. So us like um, as the position I so I worked in at Costco. It was called inventory control specialist. And so it was on the same pay scale as a cashier. And I'm like, this is kind of BS that I'm working in Issaquah, Washington, which is an incredibly expensive place to live. So I couldn't afford to live there, right? And I'm on this exact same pay scale as someone who lives in Indiana, 
where it's like dirt cheap to live. You know what I mean? So like that always kind of like bothered me because I was like, I, I had appreciation for the fact that, um, like those salaries like actually went for, I know I'm like, I'm like getting on like a tangent now, but that, that was one thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Cause I felt like, Co- I feel like Costco always gets like hype about like how well they pay their employees and they do, but let's be clear it's the exact same pay scale. At least when I worked there, if you were working at a San Francisco warehouse or a Midwest warehouse, and we all know very different cost of living, very different. Okay, let's move on. So the road trip, we went out to Columbia, South Carolina and we stayed in an Airbnb. And this Airbnb we stayed in, okay, it the house was like so old. Okay, this 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 right here is one thing that's that bugs me about Airbnb. Okay, because I went ahead and looked how much they bought this house for. They bought this house for one hundred thirty five thousand dollars. Okay, it was kind of a rough area. I'm not going to judge that. Okay, that part's out. But to me, like, okay, if you're going to make this a house for Airbnb, don't just put lipstick on a pig. Okay. And what I mean by that is this house, the foundation was very clearly like it's going to give out any minute. The house was like the floor was sinking in one place. Like everything was nice in terms of like the walls were painted well, the decor, the furniture, all of that was fine. But it's like the floors were like so creaky. I'm pretty sure there was mold in the bathroom. Like I felt like I could smell it. Do you get what I'm saying? Like where it's like, it was like from the surface level, it looked great. It took pictures well, all that kind of stuff. But like the floor is literally crooked. You know what I mean? I it, That is like one thing that drives me crazy. Okay, you're charging $800 for two nights at this place. Okay, it's a five bedroom house. We went with another family. And I'm just like, I feel like you should do your due diligence and get the house like legitimately up to par to where it needs to be right like I feel like you should fix that kind of stuff like that just I don't know why that stuff just annoys me and then here's here's the kicker okay this is like what I actually I didn't include any of that on the review I'm like okay whatever if you want to sell a house with a if you want to rent out a house with a crooked foundation like in the end it didn't really affect my stay that much so I didn't put that in the review but I did leave this part in the review because I am so grateful we didn't need that bedroom it's a five-bedroom house okay one of the bedrooms, it was like formerly a porch. And so <clears throat> I don't know if they didn't insulate the floor or if like just something was not insulated because that room was freezing. It At night, it was getting down to like in the 30 degrees and like the rest of the house was like fine, but this room was so cold. I don't like uh, yeah, I was just like, mm, I've, I would be so mad if we like actually needed that room. You know what I mean? Thank goodness we didn't. But yeah, that just like rubbed me the wrong way. So anyway, that's me venting about the Airbnb. And my husband and I, we were both like kind of in agreement. We're like, I think we're hotel people, you know, because I've had some wonderful experience at Air- experiences at Airbnbs. And when you are a parent of small children, it's nice to get an Airbnb because then you can put the kids to bed and then you can have a little bit of like quality time after the kids go to bed, like watching TV. Like we're a family that puts our kids to bed early. So I really do appreciate being able to do that. (coughs) But I just like, I don't know. I kind of like don't want to risk it again. You know, like I feel like when you go to, when you go to a hotel, you can count on a decently comfy bed, you know, like it's you kind of know the area you're you know the address right like when you book an Airbnb you don't always know 
the address and it's always it it can be hard to read like if it's a good area or bad area or whatever but and I'm and again I I didn't judge the Airbnb for the location it's in or anything like that the thing that really just bothered me was that room thank goodness we made it work without it but like we had two families there so like we kind of technically needed all the bedrooms but like we could make it work without so it wasn't essentially it wasn't that big of a deal but yeah yeah, I don't know. Where do you land? Are you an Airbnb person or are you a hotel person? I just, maybe I need to do better research. I just feel like so many people have gotten into Airbnbs now and they're not doing a great job, you know? And then it's kind of ruining it for the people that do a really good job at Airbnb. I think that that might be what I need to say. Um. Anyway, okay, let's move on. Let's move on. The zoo, the actual zoo. So the zoo... There's a there's a really nice zoo in North Carolina. It's in a- Asheboro. I always like get that mixed up because there's like Asheville, Asheboro, Greensboro. Like you know what I mean. Like everything's a borough, a ville, or whatever. Anyway, there's and we've been to that one, so we wanted to check out this Columbia Zoo. And I, it, okay, if you're one of, if I don't know if you're ever going to be in the market to like decide between these two zoos, but I'll tell you the difference. So the North Carolina Zoo is effing monstrous. It is so big and the animals have like really large habitats. Like when I say really large, I mean like acres, right? Like the rhinoceros, like I don't even know if the rhinoceroses realize they're in captivity because it's just so big, you know, uh, which I would just really appreciate that. Same with like the elephants. They have a ton of room to like roam around, right? The Columbia Zoo is definitely more of a, like a zoo, you know, <laughs> like, like the rhinoceroses were fighting because <laughs> they just like they they didn't have a ton of like personal space. I don't know. It just so that aspect made me a little sad. I'm not one of those people that like hates on zoos. I get it for what it is. I think like if I didn't have kids, I wouldn't personally go to a zoo, but like kids just find like tigers and lions and all that kind of stuff amazing. So that's like my motivation to go. It's a thing to do. But like as an adult, I don't know that I've gone to the zoo. Does that make sense? I don't know. I it is sad. It is sad. But I also do know that like those people that are so passionate about the animals and like saving endangered species and like putting the work into the like mating programs at these zoos, like I know there is good being done. So I don't feel terrible for supporting zoos. But like and I and I did appreciate too at this Columbia Zoo, it made it easier to like walk around and stuff like that. Like the North Carolina Zoo, it's so unbelievably massive. And we you know, we made the mistake of doing it in like July and I was due to give birth in August. Okay, so I was so pregnant and like have you been to North Carolina in July? Miserable. So like that was just like across the board, not a yeah. I think I need to redo the North Carolina Zoo this time of year. I think it would be way more May more way more doable um <clears throat> yeah so the columbia zoo they like the i would say the staff at both zoos were so good about like educating and i just i don't know there was a lot i really appreciated about it so i don't know i'm i'm not a zoo hater um and i have appreciation for both types and i i really liked that the zoo was very doable in one single day i feel like the north carolina zoo it really feels like a two-day thing because it's that big highly recommend going to both though I don't know I I think if you if I had to pick and you were like making a special trip I'm gonna go North Carolina Zoo just because it's it's so but it but you gotta have two days okay anyway that's that's kind of my thoughts on zoos so now we're gonna go back to the house okay so again this house 
it's so old. When I say old, like there's a fireplace in every room for some reason. I don't know. There's just clearly so much history behind this house and we just don't know, right? And I happen to be reading a book called Layla, which it's a Colleen Hoover book and it's paranormal, okay? And I was so freaked out, but I was mostly freaked out because I I stopped at like the scary part and then I like essentially went to go sleep in this house, right? And I was like, I knew in my heart, I was like, I need to keep reading, because I trust Colleen Hoover. I trust Colleen Hoover to give me the happy ending and the closure that I need to feel okay in this house, you know? And I don't want to give any spoilers, but I will say I could not stop reading the book. It was so good, you guys. Okay. I, you know, when I first got into reading, I, I'm going to be just very straight up with you. I wanted spicy. I was like, I want smut. I want spicy. And like, At first, that delivered, that was what I needed, and I still appreciate some spice, but I'm a little more picky now. I need a really good story, you know, and I'm starting to care less and less about the spice. Like, yeah, like, I mean, for real, like, sometimes I just feel like I'm reading pornography. Like, some of this just is so lame, but, like, if that's what you need, that's what you need, right? Like, if that's what you need to, like, just to get some inspo, so, like, whatever, like, it does what it does, right? But I am now in this stage where I need like a little bit more of a story. Like I'm becoming this seasoned reader who's read so many books now. And the problem is too, when you first start reading, people are like, oh my gosh, you have to read this book and then this book. And then so you get all the like slam dunk reads out of the way and then nothing tops it. You know, like the very first book I read when I got into reading was Verity. And if you've read it, you know. If you haven't, go read it. Go read it. It's the it's the best marriage of romance, spicy, and thriller. Like the the way Colleen Hoover slayed with that book. Oh my gosh. Like nothing I ever read is gonna top Verity. Like I'm sorry. I don't know. So we'll see. I'm getting I have I'll tell you guys like what I'm gonna be getting into next, but Yes. Yeah, so anyway, um, I was really scared to like pick up and read that book, but I was putting Casey to bed. And one of my, the things I do is I read on my Kindle while I put her to bed, which is another reason like why the Kindle is so amazing. I need to actually just like sit and talk to you guys about like how important getting a Kindle is. Like you need to get one. You need, these shows, you, you are rotting your brain. All that's left is reality TV. Okay. That's it. Like the actors are not working. Okay. So all that's left is reality TV and it's trash. Okay. Pick up a book you won't regret it anyway but like so I was putting Casey to bed on Saturday night I was like you know what I'm gonna read this book and you guys it is so good and what this is what I'm gonna say for those of you that are like freaked out by like the paranormal stuff like I don't like scary okay I don't like to like legitimately be scared this book got so crazy that it be it teetered into fantasy where you just kind of lose yourself in this thing that like couldn't possibly happen does that make sense so that's where it kind of just was like okay I'm good. <coughs> and yeah, the book is phenomenal. Like she, it, she did so good. One of my clients was saying that she, um, she couldn't finish it. It's the only Colleen Hoover book that she couldn't finish. Did it like got too scary for her, which I like totally understand. But I actually told her this morning, like give it another chance, give it another chance. I promise it's so good. And she told me the part that freaked her out and I totally get what she's saying, but like if if you if you if you don't mind being a little bit scared, a little bit like on the edge of your seat, 
just give it a shot. Okay. It's called Layla by Colleen Hoover. Okay. Let's move on. <sighs> so yeah, that was my weekend. Went to the zoo, went to Bucky's twice. It was wonderful. On the way home when we went to Bucky's, they had breakfast. You know how much we spent there at Bucky's? Just like not getting gas. Like this isn't even counting in gas, just like in the store. We spent $65. We bought some of their fudge, had to. We bought some of their jerky, had to. Uh, Kevin wanted not one, but two keychains that were $5 each. They're like these little stuffed animals. He's sleeping with it. Um, It's like, they're cute, but he like insisted on getting one for Casey, which is like so sweet, but it's like kind of annoying because Casey's at an age where she doesn't care, right? And, but we have to get one for her because Kevin wants her to have one. And and it's like very sweet, but it's like, mm. it's like, well, yeah, anyway, it, but it, it truly is. It's so sweet. So yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Overall, the weekend was great. We, um, I wasn't like overly impressed with the food in Columbia. And I don't know if like we went to the wrong restaurants or what, but like, uh, I would have just been happy going to Bucky's on repeat, but yeah. Anyway, we, Bucky's. I'm not going to get back into Bucky's, but okay, let's move on. Let's move on, guys. So that was my weekend. And I wanted to bring you something helpful this week. And we're going to talk about cardio. We're going to first talk about what we're doing inside hip bodies. And then we're going to talk about cardio. Okay. So we're going to talk about what we're doing right now is we're doing this challenge and it's called 10 pound November and it's inspired by 10 pound September. I did change up some of the rules. Um, and it's not hard and fast rules. Like people can absolutely adopt what they did 10 pound September and just bring it forward. I just wanted to essentially kind of show some different options for people. Uh, but I do like to, it's very hard for me because people love being told what to do. But then I also am not a dogmatic person. I'm not the person that's going to tell you there's only one way to do things. I love to show you that there's more than one way to do things. So with that being said, I've been doing a plants and protein diet, which is paleo-ish, Whole30-ish. It's eating from the meat department. It's eating from the produce department, you know, coconut milk, things like that. So no grains, no dairy, and no sugar is the way I'm eating right now. Um, I hate it. Potatoes are making me fart like nobody's business. Oh my gosh. On Halloween, I'm just like, I'm going to be so unbelievably real right now. I made this delicious cheeseburger soup that had no cheese at all. It was, the sauce was made out of like, you blended some of the potatoes from the soup with nutritional yeast and cashews. Okay. <clears throat> One thing I've learned, it's definitely the potatoes, you guys. So that night when these, okay, I'm just like, you. I feel weird at like being so open about this on a podcast. Like this is so public, like, I don't know, less than a hundred people listen to this. So whatever. Um, you guys, the farts were crazy. Like I was like, it was just me and Kevin and I was outside. So like, I'm just like literally crop dusting the street as we're trick or treating. Okay. But like, it was crazy. This, the, the smell was like, I just like, it could have knocked someone out. I was like, thank goodness we're outside. Like whatever's going on, it's just, it needs to pass. Right. And then, then we get in the car to go home and, and, and one slips, one slips. And my husband just looks at me like, Chelsea, did you poop your pants? And I'm like, no, no, I, I'm pretty sure um, I've been Googling it. I don't know if it's like an increase in fiber or what, but my body is, it's struggling and it's struggling in a gassy way. That's what's happening. He's like, no, 
no, you are not sleeping in the bed tonight. And that night, I always go to bed first and Cameron like kisses me and so whatever. And like, I swear, I'm laying in bed reading and like leans down to kiss me. And like right before he did that, I, of course, one slipped, but it's like under the cover. So I think I'm safe. And he's like, he just like leans down to kiss me. He's like, no, you freaking did it. No, you didn't. And I'm, yeah. So anyway, we're, that's a, that's a thing that's also come up is like farting in front of your spouse. And so we're, we just need to talk about this. Like, where do you stand on that? Because I know there are women out there or couples out there that do not fart in front of each other. And I don't want to say like I'm someone that's like just su- – like I'm not super comfortable with it. Like if you and I hang out, there just has to be a level of – I actually don't – I don't know that I fart in front of any of my friends not intentionally anyway. And I would feel really embarrassed if I did. Yet here I am just telling you this entire story about like just the most rancid things leaving my body, but whatever. (laughs) Anyway. Wow. Okay. I got really off track there. So that was all about protein and plants. And so anyway, that's why I'm hating it. Not just because of that, but just like, I just, I love the way low carb makes me feel and my body digests dairy fine. And I just feel like I'm not loving this. Like I don't love like, sure. Yeah. It's nice to have like potatoes and fruit in my diet, but I'm like, "Mm, I miss like, I miss cheese. I miss half and half in my coffee. Like there's just, I don't know, these things that I'm like, I feel like I'm missing. So I'm sticking with it at least another week. But then after that, I, mm, I'm leaning towards going back to low carb. I feel like I've shared enough recipes at this point. I don't know. So yeah, that's where I'm at with the protein and plants. So let's get back to the workouts. So, okay, wait, hold on. I just got a text from my friend. And I feel like if you listen to this podcast, you don't mind getting some personal stuff. So I just have to read this to you. This is from my friend whose child goes to the same preschool as mine, but she drops off her daughter later. And I just got this text where I was like, I have to read it. And so she said, I just want you to know this morning, Kevin was my spirit animal. He gave zero F-U-C-K-S in the most respectful way. It was cool to watch. And I was like, wait, explain. She said, one of the kid's parents came in to read a book and show off their old uniforms from the military for Veterans Day. And everyone was trying on the uniforms and mom tried to put the hat on him or something. And he said, I don't want to wear it just like that and moved on. He wasn't rude. He didn't back down. He just said no and left it at that. And I was like, oh my God, Kevin. She says, I think it was huge. There was so much commotion and the mom was just kind of assuming he would want to try it on, but I think he did great. Oh, you guys, the way my son hates attention or like people expecting him to be excited about something, he hates that pressure. Like, yeah, I'm curious if anyone else, I definitely feel like he gets that for me. Like, I would really rather you not get me a present because then I feel like I have to deliver a level of like a certain response. It's just, it's like, yeah, so I'm... <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound rude. I definitely think he could probably word it nicer, but he is four years old. So <sighs> I hope they don't hate him. I think I know what mom it is too. And I think it's a mom that like I really like. So I hope she doesn't judge me. Um, okay. Anyway, let's get back to the workout. So we're doing meathead style workouts inside hip bodies. Okay. 
These meathead style workouts, they are raw strength. It's getting back. To, I, I say meathead because it's like bodybuilder style workouts. And so these workouts, there's no splash of cardio. It's raw strength. We're doing drop sets. We're doing creative ways to really fatigue your muscles to like spark that growth. You know what I'm saying? And then in addition to that, I have these zone two cardio workouts. So the zone two cardio is straight up like moderate intensity cardio for 30 minutes. It's pretty nonstop. So the combination of this really just is so kind to your hormones. It's not like stressful on your body. No shade on like, I'm just using this as an example, but like if you think like Orange Theory and CrossFit and some of those like trendy things like that, they're great in terms of like the, I'll I'll say like in the short term, right? Like in the, but putting your heart rate like really high like that um, can be very stressful on some people's bodies. And I say some people, right? Because some people are fine to do it forever, but people who might suffer from like autoimmune conditions and things like that, that can, that type of exercise can put an unnecessary stress on their body. And so, you know, showing people that you can do this type of workout where, you know, you keep your heart rate in a more moderate intensity the entire time, you know, when you're doing strength training, you're putting stress on your muscles without spiking your heart rate like that. And you're challenging your body and you're challenging your heart, but it's, it's not to like, I don't know. It's, it's not like an endurance workout where you're just really like beating yourself up. It's all, it's all just very like kind to your body, but like maximum results. And this is how I worked out when I did like bodybuilding shows. And so it's a very, I'll just say it this way. It's a very aesthetic way to work out. Meaning like if you want to shrink the waistline and sculpt your body, this is the way to go. Okay. And on top of that, like you're really sending your body a message like, Hey, the food I eat, put it to my butt, put it to my muscles, make me look toned, baby. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, that's what we want our food to do. Right. Which kind of brings me to talking about cardio. So so I think cardio has benefits in terms of like your heart health. And, um, I think just like get elevating your heart rate like that is so beneficial, but I don't often like, you'll never see me like do a whole week of like cardio workouts. And I want to tell you why I really want to talk about that because people think like, you know, well, okay, I'll be honest. If you were to just do like, let's say you don't now, and you were to just do a whole month of cardio workouts, what would happen? Well, you'd see a lower number on the scale probably. And this is something that happened to me when I first started teaching Zumba. I taught an insane amount of Zumba classes and I pretty effortlessly lost weight for a couple of reasons. Number one, I had less time to eat because I was teaching so many Zumba classes. And then number two, I was burning a lot of calories. Like every Zumba class was an hour long. It was pretty intense. My heart rate was pretty high. But then something happened after a few months. I would say like the first like, I don't know, three or four months, I really like, I lost like a lot of weight pretty quickly from doing that. It was a pretty extreme change for my body. But then I started gaining it back. And I was so confused. I was like, I haven't changed anything. I'm still teaching the same amount of classes. Like what's going on? Well, your metabolism adapts. Your metabolism does, your body doesn't want to just endlessly lose weight forever. So your metabolism is going to slow down. And so when you just like cardio is just simply burning calories to burn calories, any which way it's elevating your heart rate And that's like all we're focused on, right? And so you can achieve like in terms of like what it it does for your body, it would be very similar to eating in a calorie deficit. So 
do you want to burn 500 calories through a cardio workout or do you want to eat 500 calories less? Do you see what I'm saying? It essentially does the same thing. But what's going to happen when you do that is your body is going to adapt and your metabolism is going to adjust down so that you no longer you no longer lose weight from that deficit. So then what happens is in order to continue losing weight, you have to either work out longer, do something more challenging, um, you have to burn more calories, right? Because your body isn't going to get any result from what you've been doing. Or do you need to eat even less? Like all of those things. And it's just this never-ending cycle. And then your metabolism is like a slug at the end of it. And that's where you get a lot of that rebound and you gain weight back even more and then it's harder to lose, right? So why why else would we not want to do that? I mean, like I feel like I've already kind of told you why, but like let's talk about if you were to strength train. So strength training still burns calories while you do it. You're obviously, you know, being active while you do it. But when you exercise your muscles like that, when you strength train, your your body needs the calories that you put in to repair those muscles. Okay, so I've kind of used the analogy of like um, like a wet washcloth. So when, you know, you squeeze the washcloth and you're wringing out all the water, your body just wants to soak it back up. And it just like that washcloth refills with all the food that you put in it. And it might need even more because it got the message like, hey, we got to show up stronger tomorrow. This girl's putting us to work. Okay, and so from a long-term perspective, it's so beneficial because in addition to that, like you now have a faster metabolism because you have stronger muscles on your body. So it's like for the long-term, you really want to focus on strength training for exercise when you're getting those results. And I, and I, again, like I think I was talking earlier about like CrossFit and Orange Theory and a lot of those programs incorporate strength training while elevating your heart rate. And so I don't want you to think there's anything wrong with those programs. It's just understanding like what type of workout your body needs, right? If you are someone that suffers from like PCOS or other autoimmune conditions, you might benefit from like more of a chilled out workout. And sometimes those like workout classes where you go to a gym and you do any sort of group fitness thing, their goal is to challenge every person in the room, right? So it can be really hard to adjust things. And I I say that as someone who's been an instructor, it's like you want to give everyone a really good workout. And it can be really hard to um, individualize it when you're in a group fitness setting. And so with that in mind, if you do decide to do a group fitness thing and you do suffer from autoimmune conditions, really listen to your body and understand what your body needs and start to like educate yourself and empower yourself so that you know how you can make the workout beneficial for your body. You feel me? Uh, So if you are someone that like is new to strength training, you want to get into strength training, and you're not really sure what to do, simplify the moves that you do. Okay. So like, first off, if you go to hitbodies.com, you can get my, like, if you go like right when you pop up, there's this thing called three day slay. Okay. Type in your email and I'll send you that. It's totally free. The very first workout, if you did that on repeat three days a week, you're going to be a, you're going to look so good. Like in two, two or three months, like that right there, is amazing. And I highly recommend that. It's from Hot Girl Runner, my favorite program ever. And if you like that workout, there's a whole program that goes along with it. It's not a subscription. It's a one-time thing. Highly, highly, highly recommend buying it. Um, That program will change you. And it'll really, you'll master the most important moves in strength training. So I highly recommend doing that. Um, Okay. Anyway, 
back back to the the cardio thing if you're wanting to incorporate cardio into your game plan I'm not saying that you shouldn't I'm just saying like from the health like a longevity standpoint that's like that's where my brain is it's like I want to not just like get results quickly I want to get results and keep them for the long haul right and gosh I love food I love food. So like I want to build a freaking furnace for metabolism. So these are my motivations. I don't know what your motivations are. I am, you guys, I'm a foodie. I'm always going to be the person that like, if there's a Bucky's, I want to stop by and I want to try, try the offerings. You know what I mean? I want to spend a dumb amount of money on food if I go on a weekend getaway. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's who I am. It's who I am. Okay. Let's move on. This has been fun. This has been like a fun episode. I feel like I've been sort of helpful. Please tell me I have. Okay. Um, I wanted to wrap this up with talking about my unpopular opinion, and that is that it's not really an unpopular opinion so much as it's just a fact, and it's that weekend getaways add up so quickly. And I'm really trying to decide like where I stand on this. Do I like having these weekend getaways, or do I prefer just going on like one big vacation? Because I've kind of experienced both in the last year and like Cameron and I are really making up for lost time and we're really getting out there and exploring where we live and exploring the South but I'm just, you know, I'm struggling with it, okay? Because when we went to the mountains, it was so expensive. You know, we went to Tweetsie Railroad, $160. We went to Docks Rocks. I don't even know how much we spent there, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume it was around like $60 to $80, right? So like right there, we spent over $200, and we're not even talking food. <coughs> we had lunch, probably another 50 bucks there. We got like pizza for dinner. I think that was like 30 bucks. Do you see what I'm saying? Like that's just the date. That doesn't even count where we stayed. And we spent $600 for the Airbnb for the weekend. And then, you know, the gas to get out there. Like this adds up so unbelievably quickly. You know, when we went to Mexico for our family, I think it was like, I think it was like $3,000 it was like three or four, somewhere around like three to four thousand dollars. Now, granted, we didn't stay at a fancy resort, and like next time we're gonna stay at a nicer resort, but that was like all inclusive. You know, what I mean? it was a whole week. It was a little less stressful because we did it like a Friday to a Friday, so we had the weekend to like kind of recover from the trip before we went back to work on Monday. So I don't know. I'm just like sitting here, like, what is the better way to go about it? I really don't know. You know, and hey, first world problems, you know, the fact that we have a budget for these things. Now, keep in mind, we did not travel for like the first three years of Kevin's life. And so we've just tried, we've been trying to do these little things. And my husband's very much like, I'm the frugal one. I would like pack every lunch, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like I would do whatever I can to save money. And my husband's like, let's just chill out, enjoy ourselves. We'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Like we're very frugal people on a day-to-day basis. You know what I'm saying? So what, you know, we can do these things, but anyway, so back to the, you know, weekend getaways versus like a big trip. I just, I don't know. I love the excitement of a big trip, but like going to the mountains, it was amazing. I want to do it again. And I want to go for longer because going to the mountains here, it's like a little, it's like five to six hours, depending on like what city you go to. Right. And we just went like we went there after work on Friday, you know, had a day in the mountains and then essentially drove back the next day. So it was just like a very quick turnaround. And I would love for Cameron to take a couple days off work and to really get to spend some more time and do some more activities because 
we just had like the most amazing fun filled day in the mountains there that like I just yeah I just I want more you know I want more of that but yeah I don't know like would I rather do that or would I rather do an all-inclusive in Cancun I could do an all-inclusive on in Cancun always like if I could do that twice a year I really think I would feel good and I'll tell you why because I love there there is something that like I don't like about eating out at a restaurant and like just okay like another 50 bucks you know it just when all day you're just spending money spending money spending money and it's like that like sick to your stomach feeling like of like "Mm, this added up this added up so I do love like a good all-inclusive for that where it's like it's all paid for you know we just have cash for tips and like you know you just that's done like you don't have that feeling anymore and like there's no weirdness if like you're going with friends and like there's no check, right? Like there's no split the check, whatever, you know, oh, we shared an appetizer. It's like, you know what I mean? I just, I do love that. I do love that. And I love, I, I know that's not everyone. I think it's like, because I have like weird, like frugal habits with money that like, not like the way an all-inclusive hits for me is so different. Like I just love it. It cause it creates a relaxation like no other. Um, and I feel so like when I'm traveling, like we did this weekend, it's very stressful for me to prepare for a short weekend trip and like pack food so that I can pack a lunch. And then I'm like doing dishes in an Airbnb and like, do I need to bring salt and pepper and cooking oils and stuff like that? Like, I don't want to do all that. You know what I mean? I just don't like, I bring a couple of things so that I can like get the kids fed as soon as they wake up because they wake up ungodly early. But like beyond that, like, I don't want to, I don't know. A lot of people like Airbnbs because they have kitchens. Like that ain't me. No, I like a hotel because they have free breakfast. Like, I just, I'm lazy. Like, I am constantly cooking at home. So I want to, like, really check out when I have a getaway. Where do you guys stand on that? Where do you guys stand? So, okay, let's talk about, like, the last thing. So I guess, you know, this weekend I obviously had some fun. I ate my brisket, whatever. So I was not eating protein and plants this weekend. Um, and, And so I feel like that's really unfair for me to, like, judge progress or whatever on when I kind of ate like an a-hole this weekend like I definitely had Bucky's fudge yesterday by the way best fudge I've ever had I'm not like a fudge girl but that fudge wowza okay Chelsea focus 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 (laughs) um yeah so I'm really trying I'm gonna be a good girl next weekend okay I'm gonna be a good girl I'm going to really give this protein and plants like a solid you know, you got this, Chelsea, right? So I will keep you posted on my progress next week. As of right now, I've like pretty much stayed exactly the same. But I also, again, I don't want to say it like an a-hole because that feels extreme. I enjoyed myself this weekend and I didn't eat according to my goals. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you want to try Hip Bodies workouts, if you go to hipbodies.com, click on three there like it'll pop up and they'll, <coughs> they'll god I'm sorry I don't have a cough but apparently I do because I've coughed like four times during this there will be this thing for three days late put your email in and it'll send it to you okay there will be a hot girl runner to work out to try that'll be the very first one do it don't just sign up for three days late and then never do it don't be that girl do it okay um and if you do enjoy hip bodies then I would love to have you. Unfortunately, registration's closed. Um, 
but like DM me if you really want in. Okay. And we can talk about it. Maybe I, maybe I can make an exception. It's just, I want, I love the energy of when people start at the beginning of a challenge. I feel like they are more successful. So I just want to make sure you'll be successful and focused. Okay. Have a great day. Bye.